WWE and UFC's merger is complete, but what does it all mean? Mm. Uh, do we call him Matt Riddle now? So yeah, not to digress. Well, Matt, Matt, Matt Riddle, talk, so. Riddle has uh, been pulled from this week's WWE Raw following an incident in an airport. Mm. Hopefully not Ric Flair-esque. <laughs> um, WWE trying to sign LA Knight to a long-term deal, but he's playing... Coy? Hmm, interesting. Mm. Well, Ace Steel has been released by AEW... Again. <laughs> Again. Um, Audible announces a new podcast about Ashley Massaro and WWE. Mm. Drew McIntyre has still not signed a new deal with WWE, apparently. Apparently not. Mm. Gunther becomes Gunther. the longest ever reigning intercontinental champion. Nice. Well, the Dudley boys have signed WWE Legends contracts. Will Ospreay quits 1PW. Oh, damn. Well, Brian Danielson is set to retire next year. And Nia Jax returns. What? what? Anthony Wendell is coming up. Right freaking now. Yes, it is. Yes, it so, is. So, Endeavour. Yes. Endeavour to the end. Um, UFC, WWE, they have merged when two become one. They become two, two, TKO, Group Holdings Limited Square. Right. What's with all the names? So, Endeavour own it. They're going to be called TKO, but they're still going to have their own subsequent brand names? Sort of. So, Endeavour acquired UFC. Uh-huh. They've now acquired WWE, but as of the structure of the new deal group partnership, they're now being called TKO as a group, as a collective. So, so I think Endeavour still own it, but WWE and UFC's so- thing are now TKO. That's the that's the sub. But that's still going to be WWE and UFC trading, respectively, right? Yeah, but that's what's trading on the stock exchange. So if you want to buy stock, you buy it in TK. So the only thing that like this feels like some sort of fucking weird tax situation. This yeah, maybe, like, possibly. There's three companies, and now we have one new name. I I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, business for you. <clears throat> so. You've branded to TKO. What does it mean for working relationships? You think we're going to see more UFC involvement in WWE and vice versa? Well, what does it mean for a lot of things? Do you think we're going to get pyro in UFC? (laughs) Maybe. Um, So they've alluded to, they've like launched everything today and they're basically saying they're just getting started and they've used like, are you ready from the DX thing and all that. So they're alluding to stuff happening. But it's like when they announced the the merger and the deal, everything was meant to be kept completely separate. (laughs) I love it. It's like, are oh, you ready? And it's like, you're released. You're released. And you're well, Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about because now that this deal's taken place, when they mm. first announced it, they can't remember the word they used, but it was like a really shitty backhanded way of saying, we're going to release a load of people. It was like... Um, streamlining. Streamlining. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, going to trim the fat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, UFC has got a shitload of like marketing people and, you know, Fucking all these other divisions. Do we have got all those other divisions? Why do you need them there if they're the same company? Now? I mean, honestly, that that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, how do we merge the writing teams? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, but yeah. So you would imagine, unfortunately, now that this deal's gone through, we're likely to see a number of back room cuts over the coming months. I wonder though. Do you think this is going to affect? WWE potentially more if they try and use like their let's say their you know 
technical side of things like all oh, their music their sound stage their lighting all that kind of stuff mm. and they're going to try and pull all that existing UFC stuff to save themselves some money do you think it's going to be more likely to be the, the to the detriment of WWE that their production is obviously a lot higher and probably costs a lot more mm. so if you're merging teams like and you're cutting people it's going to be from the, the bigger production isn't it maybe um, I mean it could be the opposite they could go well actually these guys have got more experience on producing bigger events and as a result we want to make you <laughs> yeah, so you want to like bye <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah but ultimately they've got a lot of people now doing a lot of the same jobs for what is now the same company so mm-hmm. when that usually happens um, yeah unfortunately people tend to get laid off mm-hmm. you also got to think as well they've just started floating on the uh, stock exchange so to be as profitable as possible for the investors they want to Streamline, trim uh, the fat. The investors. Um, but again, I don't want to be speculating on people's livelihoods, but does this now mean there's going to be a change of, you know, for the, the rosters of both companies? You see UFC fighters get cut all the time, but theirs is legitimately if they lose like three or four or five yeah, right, fights in a row. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Structurally, it works different, doesn't it? So, yeah. Whereas in WWE, wonder. it's like, what are they going to do there? But Wait, you have to lose five fights in a row? You don't have to. You don't have to. Well, CM Punk's a clear sign. You don't have to be <laughs> like... But, yeah. <laughs> Some people come in and get beat once and then that's it, they're done. Some people sign like three fight deals, five fight deals and whatever, but if people come in and they're, they're not doing the best, then usually they're cut pretty quick. Mm. Um, but yeah, WWE side is completely different, but you would imagine we're going to see some sort of um, cost-cutting measures across there as well. So I reckon we're likely to see the backroom stuff take place first over like the next month or so. Yeah. Um, I mean, all I want to know is like how soon before... Somebody storms the octagon with a steel chair. I mean, yeah, you know. I'm thinking know. Undertaker probably. <laughs> well, you've got the footage, haven't you? You want to do it? Him and Brock. Yeah, make yeah. it work. Um, Day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So I don't. Obviously, no one knows what's what's going to happen at the minute. The deal literally closed today. So yeah, it's very very early. But I imagine we're going to start to see some of those kind of cost cutting measures and streamlining yeah, and, you know the likes of Vince and that have got to finish counting their money and... well yeah like obviously people are like this is the first time WWE's been not been owned by a McMahon and all that and it's like yeah we get it but ironically now he's going to be probably back and more involved again I mean it's the thing like what is the impact like company wise yeah but from a control standpoint it seems like Endeavor were keen on having him at the helm so oh yeah not he's the got... Helmsley <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I believe he's got like he's like the chairman for life, basically. So until he until he dies, he's gonna be there. Um, is is the the deal that he's basically made? So I feel like I, I don't know why the, the NWO music just hit in my head <laughs> for life. For life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's gonna be back. Uh, obviously, he's had major surgery as well, so I don't know what level of involvement he's gonna have. People are already going. Oh, did you see Raw last night? It was you know they ripped up the script, I, and I was like. Did he? I don't want to be insensitive here, but do you reckon when he was there, like, I want to be in charge for life, and Endeavor looked at it at the age of him and was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, maybe. We can do that. You did the, uh, the, the Playboy Bunny approach <laughs> to life. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, um, so, yeah, so just closed, expecting big um, things. Obviously, they're hinting at big things in terms of a... Uh, both brands coming together in some way. Like I don't think we are going to see like steel chairs and the no, but gone, the UFC but... spinner title is going to be fucking awesome. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, interesting. But hopefully, you know, it's not a lot. I of just really of hope that cuts. the merger doesn't result in basically Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler type matches. God, yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> Wait, Look at the production. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll see what happens. Indeed. So it's a bit of a chaotic one this one, Carl. Mm. So. 
Matt Riddle recently posted a um, a, a, a tweet on Instagram. Right. Uh, um, I know. I know. I know the Instagram. Down with the kids. I'm down with this. Down with the kids. Um, and basically, he put up a picture of a TSA agent. TSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TSA officer, guard, whatever. Um, saying basically. I'll paraphrase because he's now deleted it, but uh, suggesting that he'd been sexually assaulted by the man or inappropriately touched by the man, uh, and was highlighting this. And then the, the the tweet was subsequently removed from Instagram because that's not where tweets go. Um, and it seems that I'm not quite. This is the strange thing because WWE have stayed silent on the matter, but he's been removed from Raw, so there's something going on. Apparently, there's an investigation going on to the incident. Um, and then you're hearing now as well that police were called to the airport, but not because of concerns that Matt Riddle raised on his Instagram post. It was from him basically, uh, what would they call it? Being disorderly, disorderly behavior. Mm. Uh, and apparently he was quite apologetic at the time and, and so on like that. But the interesting thing is, you know, if something that like that has happened, he hasn't raised it at that point with the police, and it doesn't appear that he's raised it officially in, in any sort of, you know legal sense or prosecution sense mm-hmm. um and obviously subsequently delete the post so i'm not saying it didn't happen but you got to wonder like has there been like if it did happen has WWE been like remove that we don't want any fucking press over this or or what this is a bit fucking crazy and i sincerely hope like it, it's how do you put this because i was gonna say i sincerely hope he's just having a fucking moment to be honest with you yeah. but at the same time it's like in any case it's either a cry for help or you know, someone's fucking assaulted him and no one's taking it seriously. Yeah. I mean, in both scenarios are a bit fucked, aren't they? Yeah. So I, I really I mean, don't want to make it this one. Yeah, obviously if he's been assaulted, that's uh, fucking horrendous and he's investigating straight away. But also you can't disregard the disorderly side of things. Mm. So he's literally skating on thin ice with, with WWE at this point. He's had yeah. that many, you know, wellness violations and suspensions for various things. Yeah. By all accounts, he was... He was pulled from Raw this week and pulled from the upcoming house shows. Yeah. I think Ringside News are reporting it's because of an illness, but it's like, that's a convenient time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I just hope for his sake as well that he's all right in all the regards. Do you know what I mean? No, like, of course, yeah, yeah. I hope he can stay on track for the company and I hope if you know something did happen to him, then it gets sorted. But, I mean, it's the thing. I mean, that's that's the one thing that was me is like... If something happened and then just not taking it seriously, it's like, I ah, get over it. It's like, well, you know, that that's pretty fucked, isn't it? It is. Like, and I hope that's not the WWE approach. And I'm not, it, it's hard because I don't want to make it sound like I'm making assumptions. I don't want to be one of these clickbaity things that go, WWE squashing it there. Because that's not, like, I don't know. I don't know the facts of it. It just seems odd that he was so adamant in his post, putting up pictures of the guy and everything. And then it's like, get that removed. And he's yeah. now an R on Ross. I think he put another one up, didn't he, which basically said something along the lines of, um, Never flying here again or something. It was just a picture of like him in an airport. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully it all gets resolved anyway. Indeed. Uh, speaking of things that we're looking to get resolved, so WWE is trying to get LA Knight to sign a contract extension um, for, I think they want like another five years out of him or something. So it's worth noting, I think he's under contract till the end of 2025, maybe. So he's still got him for a couple of years. Mm. But as an indicator, that clearly means that they see big value in him and they want to. You know, lock him down. It's funny when WWE are like, we, we want to get you down on a long-term contract. It's like, but it doesn't work the other way, does it? You'll sign for the five-year contract, but still doesn't mean you won't release him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you signed the deal, but uh, and I've just been speaking to Endeavour, actually. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it, it's an interesting one, but apparently the word doing the rounds is that um, they're miles off in terms of 
on on money, that's any trying to get their knights once more money. Yeah, yeah. They offered um, him a deal, and he was like, "No, no, no, no. Let me talk to you. Give me the yeah. money." Um. So yeah, which is is an interesting one. Uh, he'd, he'd mentioned before that he's been financially motivated. That's why he stayed at Impact longer than he probably wanted to, because it right. was the first time he's making money like that. Yeah. And the NXT offer. I mean, was, how was else not... do you buy shoes of a champion? Well, exactly. Um, and get wasted on champagne. So yeah, um, interesting one, but positive that they're trying to sign him. But interesting that the valuations are far apart. So. Indeed, and like to be fair, I think he's he's definitely like even when we were massively keen on him, and I must admit he's grown on me in recent weeks. Um, and it's not just because him and Kevin Nash are beefing, but <laughs> in a way it kind of is, and I'll explain that in a sec. But like, I think it's clear from the audience reaction the star power there. So yeah. they'd, they'd be absolutely nuts to not invest in him. Uh, so how many big stars have you got up and coming right now? You know exactly. what I mean, but um, yeah, going back to the Kevin Nash thing, like I don't particularly, you know, I'm not like made up. He's throwing shade at Kevin Nash, you know. I'm not fussed on that either way. What I do like is that's to me the the unique element, isn't it? He's not just coming out spitting spitting catchphrases as he so often gets accused of. Mm. He's like he's like had uh, I believe comments made about him on mm. Kevin Nash's podcast, and he's he's thrown a little back, and it's just to me that's just banter. It's playful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But um. I don't know if that makes his, his promos and his work more organic to me. It's like, well, that's just not you coming out going, yeah, it's mm. actually something that is amusing. Yeah. You know? oh, I mean, he needs to do more of it, to be honest, because I, totally agree. I, I do. I do worry. Um, like The fans are proper over on him, but it's like, he isn't that good in the ring, and he does just have a couple of catchphrases. The in-ring work is I'm still not... I don't think I've seen enough... And this is the strange thing about him. I, I still feel like I've not seen enough of him in the ring. I feel like he has way more talking points than he does matches. To the point that I'm like, I actually, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've seen the Bray Wyatt match and the Miz one. Yeah. And that's it. Mm. Like, where's the other matches? You know? Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see what happens. So, Ace Steel, Carl, uh, in a move that surprised absolutely no one, <laughs> Ace Steel has been released by AEW. Um, for those of you who are surprised, really? Um, now, it seems that's this is, they haven't really given any detail on it other than, you know, he's been offered his release after the whole incident with CM Punk. And I think the only reason he was still there was because of CM Punk. Yeah. However, when you read elements of it, um, they were looking at maybe doing more with him. Interestingly, before this whole incident happened, they were talking about coaching and, and various bits like that. Because obviously he's working in a producer role, or was working in a producer role. Uh, so they were looking at maybe extending what he does. Um, obviously, he'd worked coaching CM Punk, I assume, not in anger management. But, um, you know, it seems now that Punk was the linchpin for Ace Steel, which doesn't surprise me. It didn't mm. seem like he was very well liked. No. Um, especially with biting people. Well, yeah. I think the, the, the belief I, was that he was still going to be around for the next year or so on a consultancy mm. basis, working from home, like, out of the way. Yeah. And it's like, well, to your point, like, who's he consulting for? He was there because of Punk. Yeah. Let's be honest. So Exactly. It was just to keep Punk quiet, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, so they got rid of the biter? Indeed. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next one's pretty tragic, to be fair. Um, but Audible um, are re- either released or releasing very soon um, a podcast about um, Ashley Massaro and her time in WWE. Mm. Um, obviously, with a big focus on the alleged incident that happened at Tribute, um, tribute with the Troops, for, for the Troops, wherever it's called, mm. um, where obviously there was a, a case of gross negligence um, that yeah. she's alluding to, where, uh, you know, um, resulted in 
some abuse on on Ashley, um, and obviously as we know, many years later she's uh, she's committed suicide. Um, yeah, tragically. Yeah. She was. Um, she was. I mean, I, I suppose everyone can sort of have an opinions on this, but I, like I have always said, she was she was a future star, which is yeah. just a shame how sort of things worked out there. But yeah. she was more one of the, the breakout stars of that era, really, wasn't she? In terms of um, uniqueness. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, so obviously, um, it's 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 such a it's kind of fascinating in a way. That's probably the the worst word to use. Like, I kind of want to listen to it to see what you know what the the investigation that they're doing. No, is, I, I do take about, your point. But I like, also kind of don't want to listen to it. To know. Yeah, it's like it feels weird that you want to listen to it, but I do mm. take your point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like obviously. Um, it was. It's believed that the whole incident was kind of swept under the rug, and obviously she was told to just kind of forget about it and carry on. And um, obviously she ended up getting released, and I think I spoke about it much later in her life, and then obviously ended up taking a life. So um, I don't know I if it was that, like, directly to do with obviously the trauma she suffered I mean, there. It, but I'm not saying again. I'm not suggesting it's directly to do with it, but it's fucking up, though, isn't it? Yeah, like, especially like, getting told to. To fucking just leave it all be and then get yeah. released by the same company as well. Yeah, I've, um, I know people have, have spoken kind of at length around what supposedly happened, and I I know at the time I couldn't read it all. I got to a certain point and was just like, yeah, nah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm kind of noped out. So that's what I mean. I'm kind of I I wanna I wanna kind of know, but I don't at the same time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But if you are obviously um, a follower of this or you've never heard of it before, then um, yeah, Audible are covering kind of the allegations in some kind of do we know what it's going to be called or is it um, it's called that? Ashley versus WWE uh, the story of wrestler Ashley Massaro okay, so. for those who are watching and wondering where Carl went he's old <laughs> and can't see things yes I need my glasses uh, but yeah so it's it's one of them um, you can check it out on Audible if of interest yeah fair enough yeah so Carl Drew McIntyre evidently and to be honest I personally in reading what Drew said don't think he's actually said he's not signed a new contract mm. he just didn't give them anything really yeah um, but the suggestion is that Drew McIntyre has not actually signed a new deal so the belief has come more from trying to get information from WWE than Drew so Drew was asked about it and he basically pushed away from the contract stuff and was just as basically he's enjoying where he is now he just wants to put on the best show for wherever that show is and um i'm great with journalism oh, yeah. and um you know that that's his concern right now he's happy where he is he's just gonna keep going but he didn't actually say yeah i've signed on for x y or z um so that that starts a thing but when they've, they've asked wwe it it's sort of again no official sort of statement to say yes or no but the suggestion seems to be that there was time left on his contract because of the timeout he had due to injury that he his existing contract would have took him to around WrestleMania forty anyway, mm-hmm. and basically their concern right now is dealing with the merger. Yeah. So it seems almost like they haven't agreed anything. Both being professional about it, he's keeping to his contract, and they're keeping to not releasing him in ninety days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll work it out. And it seems like I don't know, like from what I'm reading, if that is the case, it doesn't seem like Drew's worried about working it out. It just seems like it's a case of well, we'll sort that later. Yeah, you know, which you know, I gotta admire that's professionalism. Isn't it? Yeah, um, it's interesting, like his position again, on the card since he came back. I remember he came back and it was like a feud with Gunther, and it's like, oh okay, and then now he's just like in some weird like beef with like Xavier Woods, and it's like, well, just anyone because hasn't he picked on um, Jey Uso quite recently as well? 
yeah. Like, I don't like you. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, so yeah, some angry Scottish bloke backstage. Yeah, it kind of just feels like he's just you know just there floating around, not doing a whole lot. So I guess maybe he's using some of this to see well how you're planning to utilize me. I don't want to sign a contract and do. Well, yeah, nothing, it gives so. him time to to sort of have a little mess around, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> doing a mess around. So yeah. Drew. He's going to take his kilt and his sword and go home if they're not careful. That's why he hasn't signed the contract because the um, the pen is actually on the bottom of his sword so he's got to like lift the whole fucking thing up. It's, <laughs> it's a big, big process. Um, so, I mentioned Gunther uh, and yes, uh, praise all round. Short and sweet this one but um, yeah, newsworthy nonetheless. Gunther uh, is now the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. I can't remember the exact day. I think it was 454 days or something. He's now surpassed of the Honky Tonk Man. Um, well, it's increasing every day, mate. Well, exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, just a big congratulations, Gunther. So, obviously, um, you know, big respect to Honky Tonk Man. Uh, and he even got pyro, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so just a, a big well done to him. And let's nice see one. how long he keeps it now. Nice one, fella. Nice one, lad. Uh, right, Carl. Quick, quick uh, update here. Dudley boys, a lot of people have recently seen them on Impact 1000. Mm. Great to see them back in the ring. Great to see them back together. Um, I believe we've seen them do like um, Comic Cons and mm-hmm. you know various things like that. But we haven't actually seen them in the ring together until Impact 1000. So obviously it's rekindled everyone's love for Team 3D, <laughs> other Dudley boys as they are. Yeah. Um, Including WWE. <laughs> we've now had confirmation the WWE or like the Dudley boys have signed a WWE Legends deal. With WWE, WWE Legends deal with WWE, yeah. as opposed to, you know, AEW. It's not like you, you wouldn't Endeavor, sign a WWE. WWE, WWE, TKO. It's a TKO Endeavor. Legends deal with Endeavor and WWE. Yeah. Um, so they've signed the Legends deal. So what you're saying is we're getting the tag team cage match in UFC 300. Yes. Okay. But uh, basically, it's it's sort of, yeah, they work for WWE, but not properly in the same way that a lot of WWE legends have these sort of contracts, like some Mick Foley and the like, where they can do their own shit. You know, it seems they can do that. I don't know how, where WWE are involved in that, whether they go like, we want to cut of the pie. I don't know. <laughs> but they can do their own shit, but they obviously have the, the legends deals for the merchandise for showing up at certain things and so on like that which is is great for them isn't it because it means we might get some um some dudley boy appearances as and when needed whenever we do like a, a you know a special roar and they bring all the legends mm-hmm. back for randy orton to beat up mm-hmm. you know things like well, that they'll be on like most wanted treasures and, and things which tend it, to be really well yeah yeah but it's really nice to see especially because it seemed like you know maybe there was a bit of a cloud over the way devon left but it's nice it's nice to see that doesn't appear to be the case i guess it and he he Obviously, he didn't allude to it when we spoke to him. He was quite happy where he was, but um, he did mention, you know, maybe wanting to get in the ring again with Bubba, and I think that might have just been the only way to do it. So I get it. He doesn't work for NXT, but hey, he's happy, and they're happy. So everyone's a winner, baby. Yeah. Um. So this next one, um, there seems to be some controversy with the new ownership of One PW, um, the UK's promotion. So they crowned the best wrestler in the world. TM, uh, Will Ospreay as the um, world champion not that long ago and um, reportedly they've not been paying uh, the talent so they've come and worked the show and then they've ended up getting paid for it and stuff so there's a lot of um, yeah there's a lot of kind of stuff swirling around at the minute around not being paid or kind of stuff going on from like a like a I don't want to say a booking standpoint because I don't mean the matches but I mean like contractually and that kind of thing Um. But yeah, basically, Will Ospreay has been one of many now who are basically kind of saying they're done with the company. I think the majority of champions are basically saying that's mad because they seem to get like a lot of um a lot of good people. 
in the last year or so, and they seem to be really doing well. Mm. Well, they, they, they were gone for such a long time. They came back under new ownership, and it was like back with a bang. They had fantastic um, people there wrestling for them, the likes of Will Ospreay and Mickey James. Well, and... They, they even had like when you look at like like current big company stars, like they even had um, Malachi and nothing there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've had um, yeah, they've had, they had Ruby. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. But basically, Will has said that he's not going to support a, a company that doesn't look after its talent. Right. Basically, so, yeah. so he's he's done. So, yeah, it's a worrying times for them at the minute. But hopefully, everything gets sorted out. And hopefully, if it is like they've not been paying them and stuff, then hopefully that all kind of gets put right and they can bounce back from it. Indeed. So, Carl, I think we may have hinted at this one last week, but it mm. seems um, sort of a lock right now that uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, whatever the one he is, um, is uh, this may be his last year actively in the ring this regularly. So he's made it clear that uh, he promised his daughter when she turns seven that he'll start winding up his wrestling career. And, um, you know, that's obviously in a year's time. And, you know, he's... He's gonna have a hell of a year. He's gonna make it a hell of a year. But um, he, he basically this might be the sort of the farewell tour, if you will. Yeah. Now he hasn't ruled out making special appearances, and that obviously could go for anywhere because presumably when he's saying about his last year, that would be no longer working with AEW. Mm. So maybe he could appear in multiple different places. Yeah, I'm I not st- saying I... WWE don't want to do that. Yeah. I still think but Tony will lock him down in some capacity. I I think well that's the other part of this. Tony is very interested in having him involved in a creative. Uh, capacity and you know he's he's not said yes or no but he has said he, he's got to consider what's best for his family and he's got to put his family first and he, you know he's always been a man of his word in that regard so yeah. i think if it works best for his family then yeah that will happen now we all know tony is quite a family orientated guy and i could see them probably reaching some sort of arrangement here yeah 100 percent. i think um you know, we're we're both family guys as well, aren't we? You know, not not Peter Griffin's, but um, no, you know, we're not. We're imagine, not funny. <laughs> I imagine if, if like any of our you know our kids came up to us and said, "Oh," and you'd be like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it must be horrible to hear that. Like I mean, yeah. you're gone. I'm actually annoyed time, my so. kids aren't like I want I want you to <laughs> I want you to stop working in a year. Like, okay, for you, yeah, <laughs> I'll retire now. But no, they don't even fucking ask. I know what's going on. Anyway, um, but yeah, like it must be hard for him to to have his daughter say that to him and stuff, and yeah, feel like he's missed out on a lot of things. He's tried to be there and things. Yeah. So it's it it. You know what? Like, I don't put this. I probably shouldn't say it on air, but you know when you're like, I'm not a, I'm not a career person. Like, I enjoy what I do. For a living right so i'm a career person in that sense i always want to do my job to the best right but like i wouldn't say i'm like completely and utterly impassioned by what i do hmm. right? i'm not i'm not living my passion you know what i mean so i'm really intrigued by this this dilemma for him because hmm. obviously he loves his family and i totally get that bit because that's the bit i understand you know i love yeah. my family i'll do anything for them but, but he loves the business he's, he's <laughs> doing what he loves this is his passion and he it was taken away from him and he got it back hmm. do you know what i mean and the fact that he gets to do something that he absolutely loves and now he has this sort of dilemma of like i have to give that up for my family or that hmm. that's the perspective isn't it like and it's not like a stupid kid or anything like that do you know what i mean but it's like that must be a really tough thing yeah. to do because part of them all obviously still want to be in the ring, yeah. but he's got to consider his age, he's got to consider his health and, you know, and the risks involved with such a physical career and yeah. go, yeah, maybe he, sh- maybe he does need to wind it up and maybe he needs to honor that promise. But I, like, that's the bit I am fascinated by in a way, because I'm like, 
I, that would be a really easy decision for me. If mm. it, like when you look at it as like having a job, but obviously this is more than just a job to him, isn't it? So yeah. that's the bit that I'm like, I, I I'm trying to get that. Do you know? Yeah. I'm trying to understand that. You, you also got the luxury of like he's made a fucking absolute fuck ton of money, so it's easy for him to go. Ah, oh, stop working next year, <laughs> yeah. kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think we're all able to kind of say that. Let really. me just grab this last briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I yeah. think. I do think Tony will try and keep around some capacity and some creative side and stuff. I don't. Hmm. I don't think he would leave to go back to WWE, but then I didn't think he'd leave to come to AEW. I think. Happened. I think it's more if he if he leaves in like a I'm fully retired sense, and then it's like I might do the odd appearance here and there. Then I could very much see him almost like a Legends deal where they're like, "Oh, oh we're yeah. doing Raw 1000 or whatever one we're on now," hmm. and he, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'll come back for it. We we'll get some yes chance going." Yeah, I could see stuff like that if if he fully retired. If he's obviously working behind the scenes in a creative capacity, maybe less likely. But hmm. yeah, you know. never say never. Never say. Speaking of never say never, we never thought we'd see Nia Jax back again. Well, here we are. I dare say, I don't know how you feel um, like this. I know we've never been massive on airing ring work. Mm. I like this return. I did. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, I think Rhea Ripley has kind of dominated the women's division since mm. she's been champion. She kind of almost met a bit of a match in Raquel Rodriguez, but she beat her. And then obviously she was having another match with her last night. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Nia Jax equation comes into things. It's not, I didn't even think about this as a, as a way of returning, but this is fully like, mm. okay. Throw me around, bitch, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. I, I love it. Yeah. Oh, so, good. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I wasn't that you know, annoyed by it. I know a lot of people, usually the ones that like to complain a lot, you know, on their shows are very much like, oh, it's ruined again and all that. But like, just give it a fucking chance. Just I know, see. yeah, she's literally been back all of five seconds. <laughs> yeah, she gone back and it was actually quite a good re- return. So it, let's this see. is the thing. She's, this is, uh, uh, all right, this is uh, probably not the best way to put it, but she's as competent in the ring as Hulk Hogan ever was. <laughs> And we get hyped up when he returns. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, but no, like, for me, I'm like, okay, I get, I under, totally understand people's gripes with her in-ring work. And, you know, I, honestly, she may have, there may be some legitimate claim to, like, the injury stuff, but she gets, like, probably a bit too much unnecessary heat now for, like, oh, she just injures people. It's like, like, she's been going around breaking arms for the last five well, years, yeah, which exactly. isn't really true. Like, there's been some unfortunate incidents and she may have been a bit careless. But like you say, you got to give this return a chance, man. Well, I mean, Ronda got Ronda injured quite a few people. Do you know what I mean? When she was in the ring and was very green doing what she was doing, yeah. and people didn't seem to react the same way to that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, um, when we saw her, saw her at the Rumble, it was like, oh, she's back, and then she just disappeared forever, and it's like, now yeah. she's back. So, let's hope you know she stays around for a bit and let's see what happens with Rhea. Oh, Rhea just beats her and then she's done again. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Fuck this. Um, so yeah, that was uh, another fun-filled episode of the Ringside Report. We don't even call it the Ringside Report anymore, but it is. That's what it is. Well, That's always a good be- points, actually, yeah. yeah. We just go straight into the headlines. We don't even mention it, but another fun-filled episode of the Ringside Report. Um, and, yeah, I do all the usual stuff. Do the likes, do the comments, do the subscribing, the rating, the reviewing, and all that good all shit. All that stuff. Um, and yeah, what do you think about Nia Jack's return? Let us know in the comments, and also the same for all the other news. And we will catch you on the next one.